0: Hi dear, this is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne and this is a Walk With Me series. We're walking in the footsteps of Jesus. We're patterning our lives after Christ, wanting to be the Jesus that our world will see. This new week, happy new week by the way, this new week we will be talking revival. What does revival mean? And so, we will play with words like revival, restoration, redemption, return, renewing. In short, the words all have re in front of them. And to start off the re words, we will look at return. And that, from the story... That is recorded for us in Luke chapter 15. The Bible calls it the parable of the lost son. Jesus was telling stories. He said, a certain man had two sons. The younger one of them said to his father, give me the portion of the goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. When he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swines ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and we say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. He arose. And came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here. Kill it and let us eat and be merry. I will stop there for today because I think we should unpack the story. Don't be in a hurry. Just give me a few moments of your time. I promise you it will be worth your while. I did say that we will look at words with re and that, with revival at the in mind, we have revival at the back of our mind. Why would we need revival? If you are reviving something, it means it presupposes that that thing used to live, but now is dead, and you need to wake it up. And you and I know that our world needs revival. Maybe your life needs revival maybe your life needs a touch of the father maybe you need to change some things like we will see in the story of the prodigal son that's the story actually you know that story that you they taught you in sunday school the prodigal son one of the favorite parables in the bible and the whole story what does he say he says that this there was a father Who had two sons? One was well behaved. The other one lived just like to live his life in his own way. Usually, you get your inheritance when your parent dies. But this one son didn't want didn't want to wait for his father to die. Does that ring a bell? You don't want to wait until the Father is ready, before you get what is due you. And so, I, I, I would like to imagine that the Father wanted him to see himself. Sometimes God allows us to get things that are not yet ripe, so that we can see that sour grapes may look good, but they don't taste good. So that we can see that the Father loves us, even in denying us things, it is because he loves us. Now, back to the story of this guy. This guy gets his inheritance, gets given. Bible says he takes off, goes, and lives a riotous life. So, today's world, he would have been partying, clubbing, women, wine, all the ills of life. He would have been involved in it. Until his money finished, the truth is, money that you do not grow, wealth that you do not multiply, will dry up. And the Bible records that a famine arose. Don't forget, this guy has lived wild, so when famine arose, there was nothing to cushion the effect of the famine to the point that he was ready to eat what pigs eat, only even that. Was not given to him. My dear friend. You know when we read stories in the Bible. We say no. How could any guy has done that. The truth is many times you and I have been prodigal. I can actually speak for myself. Many times I have been prodigal. I have wasted resources. I have asked for things that don't pertain to me. When I, and I have harassed my way into getting them only to find out that they were not good for me at that time. But the Bible, the book of redemption, I just love God, full of compassion. The Bible says this guy came to himself and said to himself, at home servants live better than myself. The truth is, every time you go outside of God, you put your life in the hands of swines. You put your life in, at the mercy of the of the of the elements of things that are not convenient. But there is a re- redemption to this story. The guy picks up himself dusts himself and returns home, makes up his mind that whatever they give me when I get home, I will take, even if it's a servant's job, I will take because I know that it was not God's fault. It is my fault. I was the one that squandered that which I should have saved or at least used wisely. My dear friend, Every time we admit our faults and course correct, change our ways, God is full of compassion. Because the Bible says that when this guy was returned home, the father saw him afar off and ran towards him. God is waiting on you to come back. God is waiting on you to change your ways. My mother taught me, she said that, Anytime you wake up is your morning. So, my dear friend, it's never too late to course correct. It's never too late to change your ways. It's never too late to come back to God to say, Lord, I am sorry I have gone my own way. I would... i am back to you now. Please, Lord, forgive me. Do what you want to do with me and I will I'm better off at home. My dear friend, you are better off at home. You and I are better off in God's hands. Don't go out of God's care again. Don't go out of God's purview again. Don't go wasting resources again. God is waiting to receive you back. God is waiting for you to change your mind. Do that. You don't have forever to change. Return, my dear friend. Return. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. See you again tomorrow.